Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hi. Happy Monday. One week till... Well, Easter's on Friday. Yeah. No, Easter's on Sunday. Good Friday's on Friday. Well, whatever. Like, the Easter holiday is on Friday. I know. How excited. Are you going to eat so much chocolate? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. None it's at like all? totally moderated, like, totally healthy, like, normal... Like, five yeah. caramel twirls. I asked Mum, I said, I was in the shops and I noticed that they have caramel bunnies, and that's new. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. So what, can I have that, please? And I also really like the little Kinder eggs. And she messaged me and she was like, damn you. And I'm like, why have you already bought what you're getting me? And she goes, no, I got you exactly that. Oh, so but now you've asked now for it. You've spoiled it. it. Yeah, and I'm like, oops, sorry. And then plot twist, Birgit, who is a bit erratic at Easter. You know, sometimes there's... Goes a crazy egg. Like, sometimes there's nothing. Sometimes there's a bit of a, a wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, got me the Yarra Valley chocolate yep. cherry mint. Buttons. No, the oh. mint slice, like the slabs with the mint, yep. which are my favourite, and they actually come in a little Easter set. So there's like half a Yum. half a big egg, and then the mint bits are sitting in it. I'm like, oh, that's actually also nailed. Like the artisanal Easter, and then Mum's going the traditional route. And I think between those ones, I know that sounds like a lot. No. Last year I had like nine lint bunnies. In fact, I still have a lint bunny left in the top Whoa. of my pantry just because it was like, I'd had so many that I was overwhelmed. So yeah. I think that should do me for like... I'll smash it out in four days. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your egg of choice? Like, do you get a big Cadbury that's got like the small Turkish delights? Or like, do you do the hunting eggs? What's the vibe? Personally, I would prefer... I like the little eggs. Like, a, I like a little caramel egg and a little Turkish delight yeah, egg. Yeah, like the, the small solid ones. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like a lot of people do the hunting with the... Hollow I don't know, ones. like slightly larger than a real egg hollow one. Yeah. And... Last year I got some of them and they were actually really hitting the spot, but I haven't done I haven't done them for that was our much family of my life. tradition. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that was our like every single year if we ever had Easter with mum and dad, even if we still did to this day, we would get those ones. Yeah, yeah. so we we literally still get a hunt if yeah. um we're together. We're and gonna it- be in Queensland this weekend then. Will you? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah, for the Easter weekend. Well, oh. assuming COVID. We're just going to stay at Adrian's brother and sister's oh, sister in law's house. That. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, we did hunting with the little eggs. Yeah, yum. Better love. value per hunt. And also, harder to find. Yeah. So, like, more fun hunt. I think I probably mentioned this on the podcast, but mum likes to line, like, the curtain rail, like, the windowsill, yeah. like... Yeah, much, the whole sitch. Much more difficult. Yeah. To, to hide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, we've just been shopping. We just had the best time at Mecca and Sephora, shopping the Sephora sale. Yeah. We managed to secure 25% off, which we was We aimed high. We had to hit $300 to get it, and we were like, sure. Can do. Challenge accepted. Yep. So. Oh, it's like really disappointing to look at. Yeah, well, this isn't your stuff as well. This is just my stuff. That's why. Oh my god. So I got the Dior Backstage Face and Body Foundation mm-hmm. in the shade 2N, which I mean, all of these were a hit like a pick on the spot, on the fly. I know. I don't know why we didn't, like, ask for a colour match, but I... Oh, fuck that. It's way too much effort. We're wearing a mask and, like, don't trust people. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand why we didn't at the same time as I would also hate when people come in and do that randomly. But you're kind of good. You've got so many foundations. You can just mix. It doesn't matter if your things are wrong. A hundred percent. So, yeah. Dior Backstage Face and Body Foundation. I also got the Giorgio Armani uh, Neo Nude true to skin natural glow foundation which is like basically a skin tint really excited about this and i have no idea why we haven't bought it before because i've literally looked it up saw that it was like 160 dollars, and we didn't buy it i'm so confused i don't know why you ever thought it was that expensive because it only cost six no i didn't think it was that expensive i was literally looking at it online and it cost that much like i didn't make up the number you must be wrong Mm, no (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll google it after this okay I also got ultraviolet supreme screen as a top up. I don't need it right now, but you know, Great doesn't hurt. $300. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have extra sunscreen. And then at Mecca, I got or we no wait. You tell you say what you got. I got two of the It Cosmetics Bye Bye Under Eye for my kit. Like so not concealers. Yeah, yeah, the Bye Bye Under Eye. What other? I don't know. Just in case people didn't know what it is. Yeah, which I love and I use on myself personally. Um, and I also bought a backup of the Ultraviolet. Actually, it's not a backup. I've run out of the queen screen. Yeah. Was that me done? Yeah, that was you done. And okay. then we went to Mecca. 
We went to Mecca and we got the Kosas Cloud Set, the powder. Very excited How to try excited. this. So much more coverage on first hand application than I thought it was going to be, which yeah, is fun. For sure. We also got the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Glow Peel Pads. In intense glow. We just both have this look like I could do a peel pad, but oh God, remember glow pads? <laughs> How and then nice once you start, you can't ever forget them, but then one day you do forget them and then you don't use them for two years. It's true, and that's where we've both been, so we're. Yeah, we bought a package Thrilled. of share. Can't wait to flare up my periodontitis <sighs> with those. And then also, I just got a five pack of peel pads because I cringe purchasing them when I have to buy the full large pack. So I just buy them in dribs and drabs of five so that I never run out. <laughs> infinitely times more expensive. I know. And I bought the Hourglass Ambient Lighting Edit Volume 2, which is the deeper shades. I will say, like, if they're going to make it for deeper skin tones, why do you have to still make it for white skin tones? Yeah. Like, there's one shade in it that's really quite light. Like, you know. Then the middle one is Radiant Light, which is great for, like, medium golden tan. Yeah. And then they've got a really nice deep shade, which uh, will be a great bronzer slash eyeshadow on me. Mm. And that looks like a really nice all-over setting powder for a much deeper skin tone. So Yeah. Very nice. And we also got a little sample of the Mecca Vitamin C Serum, which we're going to mm. give a go. Mm-hmm. Mine's been spilling all through my car, so I actually don't know whether I'll ever get to try it. Mm. But on first smell, slightly hammy, like the Dr. Dennis yeah. one. I was going to just buy it because everyone has been asking us to try it, but I really don't enjoy using vitamin C's and I couldn't be bothered wasting my money because I pretty much know that Mm. it's going to be like an objective. People will like this, but I won't like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm excited to try it though. The feeling on the back of my hand, I think it's got the vitamin E in it, just feels so hydrating. I think you'll like it. I think it will actually be a really good product. It's just I literally only like CEO Glow because I hate all serums that aren't, like, hyaluronic yeah. or, or an oil, you know? Yeah, totally. So we shall see. Very hammy. Astringent hammy. Hammy. Yeah, it was like a ham hammy. cocktail. Yeah. So, yeah, we dropped a bit of cash. And thanks to everyone who enjoyed our stories, we got lots of responses that we should go shopping and spend more money more often. So, sure. Actually, please. Pay us money us. and we'll do it. <laughs> but, like, inbox us if you have any suggestions of what else you'd like us to go and do, shopping for yeah. and, like, what stores or... How frequently you'd want it. Because it was actually like the most engagement we've ever got on our stories. I would also love for us to just go to the Grown Alchemist like place and get a facial or something. That would be so fun. If we would just go and be like, here I am with my IV drip of vitamin C and... I love that too, but I feel like that's less fun to watch because it's not like... It's not as successful. Yeah, I love watching. It's like a, it's like a vlog. All right, Chemist Warehouse next. Chemist Warehouse next. That'd be fun. You're going to just like kick things off the shelf and be like, yeah. ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, yeah, where else can we do? Anyway. We'll take you to Whole Food Merchants. <laughs> yes, we'll take you grocery shopping 100%. It'll be so fun. All right. Okay. Let's get into beauty news. Yeah. It's been a big week. Uh, that's the tea on that. All right. First up in beauty news this week. Did you see that mm. Colourpop is launching a Lizzie McGuire collection? I didn't. <laughs> Classic Colourpop. You kept the secret from me. You I did. put it in the notes. <laughs> I wanted to tell you to your face. I wish that I had known that and surprised you because you'd be so excited, but I'm like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. I'm excited for you. And I'm like, not that Eliza. excited because I'll never freaking buy it. But, yeah. like, also it's kind of fun. But also, Colourpop is so irrelevant. Stop launching collaborations every other week. I'm done. Yeah. But anyway, Lizzie McGuire, very fun. Uh, next up, Vive. Oh, my freaking goodness. I'm Lisa's so excited I about am, this. This is a bit of me. Vive has launched cream eyeshadow sticks. Mm-hmm. They're all matte. They're called Eye Wands. She has made the most incredible shade selection. I want to say there's six or seven. I watched the video on it today. So there's vanilla, which is a vanilla shade, sand, which I'm feeling is like a Bobbi Brown taupe or like sand dune kind of color camel which is like one little bit warmer than that both sand and camel i can see just like using in my kit as like the base for everything that i do yeah then there's hazelnut which i was like oh hell yes i need hazelnut but then she put mahogany on and which was like mm. smoky i was like well now i need mahogany so i now think I, I, need just, all of them. I just won't buy vanilla because i don't really yeah. use a shade like that and even raven i was tempted by i don't yeah. i don't need it but like it looks awesome 
it would be a fun like black coaly type thing to smudge out but like you probably don't need it because you probably have a black coal exactly she was using them on the waterline they just look gorgeous but if i'm using it like i don't wear black in the waterline ever and if i'm using it on a client i'd probably prefer like my bobby gel yeah. pot or something because i like to stick the brush in the waterline i find it easier yeah but they look incredible. The formula looks awesome. I will 100% be buying these when I can. I looked on Cop Beauty. They said they're all sold out. Yeah. And I'm confused whether they have actually launched or not or whether they just put them up and then have, like, done a waiting list. I don't fucking know. They look lovely and pigmented, though. They and... just look stunning. Yeah. And Great I... Great job, Vive. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And I do also like that, again, she's not doing any, like, colour, like, skin products yet, but even that is inclusive in that there's, like... Yeah. A, a skin colour tone for every yeah. eye. Totally. Yeah. And they're not... Like, she started with all of the neutral matte ones as well, rather yes. than going like, oh, we'll do, like, the light ones in the mattes, and then we'll do, like, the dark ones in, like, something that's got a bit more shimmer so, like, people yeah. can't use it as a base. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking love that there's no shimmer because, honestly, that's the biggest problem that I find. I love an eyeshadow stick. Sign me up to any eyeshadow stick, but... Most of them are like seven shimmer shades and maybe yeah. three brown it's ones. So and there's true. always a vanilla shade that's yeah. horse shit and then maybe one that I want. The vanilla shade's always so chalky. So, so chalky. Yeah. Even just looking at it, it looks chalky before it's even been swatched. Yeah, it's I'm true. Like, <laughs> it's because we've touched too many chalky ones yeah. in our time. Scarred forever. Next up, what would you like to talk about? Um, let's talk about the big news this week, which was Adore Beauty's open letter to beauty retailers about diversity. Yeah. This was like a really nice video that they launched with lots of people of colour, brown girls, black girls, talking about basically their difficulties finding a shade for them. Yeah. They also sent out an email as well, which was titled Why Why I Couldn't Buy Foundation. So it was a story of someone who wasn't able to buy foundation for years because that's... Um, that was because of her skin tone mm-hmm. um, and how Adore Beauty is leading a charge to make this not the case in Australia by the end of 2021. So their goal is that all beauty retailers should be stocking a fully inclusive shade range of foundation. Yeah. Uh, I think it's awesome. It's also, like, definitely not new news. but no. <laughs> But, like, yes, someone has to put it out, and if they put it out, it puts pressure on other beauty retailers, which I really appreciate. Yes. Um, someone we know actually was in it, Valerie, who... Used to work with us at Mecca. Yeah, like, got hired with us at Mecca many moons ago, who's just gorgeous. I remember, like, I even remember her being like, oh, what do I use to contour? I use Nala's Casino. I'm like, Valerie, that's, like, your skin tone. She's like, I just really put it on really heavy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So... Like, she had the most stunning cheekbones anyway, so <laughs> exactly. it's like, she didn't need you a lot need of enhancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's really nice to hear from real people. They got, like, really good influences and stuff to do yeah. it too. Like, really cool people with street cred. Flex Mummy. You know, yeah. Australia, Miss Australia, Miss Universe Australia, whatever she is. I don't know. <laughs> the pageants confuse me. Yeah. yeah. I have one thing to say. Go on. And I have nothing to say on this simultaneously because I'm a white girl full of privilege. But I will say that I find it interesting coming from Adore Beauty, who are an online retailer who don't experience any of the which is what you hear is the biggest excuse for not ranging the full range is that they don't have the space. Yeah. And I agree that's not an excuse because, like, you make have the, the space. space. You, yeah. yeah, make the space. Yeah, you can buy a property large enough to put the space in. Like, yes. There's, yeah. I absolutely hear it, but I do think it is overwhelming. Like, say, like, let's go back to where we were working. Mecca Doncaster. If we then had to have every shade in all of the foundations, the gondolas wouldn't fit in the store. Mm. So it's like a whole issue from the top to the very bottom at store level of, like, how logistically that's going to happen. Not that I think that that should excuse anything. Yeah. But I know that we had issues where it would be, like, literally certain like SES areas or demographic areas, like High Point would have darker shades or Fountain Gate would have darker shades. Yes, rightfully so, because they do have more of that purchased and it makes sense, but also it's like, what about the poor people of African descent that live in Ringwood or something? It's like, how ridiculous. It's like, I can't even wrap my head around, logistically speaking, how physical retailers will fit that stuff in addition to what they already have. Yes. Like... I think that the only way that it can 
be solved in the current climate by the end of this year will be for every store to have the full range of at least testers, at the very least testers mm. of every shade of foundation that they range mm-hmm. and that is available, like, for instance, Mecca with NARS. Sure, if you can only fit 12 on the gondola, but there's 24 in the shade range, put them in the drawer and I, maybe display the ones that sell or pull yeah. them out to, to colour match people if they need to be colour matched. Like, I do think that there are ways around it, but I, yeah. I agree with you, but even then, like, working in that situation where... It wasn't even it wasn't even that we didn't have inclusive shades for dark people. I mean, at one stage at Arnala's gondola was literally like Mont Blanc to like Punjab. Like we couldn't even fit like yeah. my skin tone on the gondola. Yeah. And that's an issue logistics nightmare anyway. But I think that people coming up to that gondola that don't know that there's stuff in the drawer, it's yeah, still it's a still it's still issue. a barrier to access, hundred percent. Visibly, yes. Yes. Because they're not on the table. Like yeah. physically, literally, they're not there. Yeah. Even if they just displayed like three of the lighter end of the spectrum, three of the middle end and the three of the darker yeah. end, like that would be a better and solution. And then you've got to dive in for everything. Yeah. I agree. That's it. I just think it's interesting because I know retailers like Sephora and Mecca do have the full range online mm. but don't have it in stores. And in stores is where they're getting the complaints. It's like well, Adore Beauty actually had no excuse to not have a full range online because they're not trying to cram that into a store. Yeah, that's so they're it. actually, although they're like leading the game here with raising awareness, they were behind the game because they had no excuse to not be ranging a full range on their website. Yes. Because they didn't have the excuse that other people have of not having the space. And I read that this was triggered because an employee at Adore Beauty said, I can't use my staff discount on our website because we don't range the colours that I am. Really? And I think that is horrendous. Yeah, that's not very good. I did also want to point out, which is a very minor addition to this conversation and really probably not the point of it at all, but the, in the video it was brought up a, a number of times that the people had to buy foundations that were of 60 70 80 $90 mm. price points in order to purchase something that was in their shade range and I just found that to be a curious addition from Adore Beauty when they don't sell drugstore foundations. They sell that mid to even high-end range because they sell Giorgio Armani, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I think that is part of the point, though, because they're calling out other beauty retailers. And I think by even mentioning that, it shows that it's not just them that they're, yes. that is causing the issue. So I think it's yeah. prob- that was probably strategic. Yes, that's probably true. Um, but you're right. It, I literally know so many people that are like, darker than a light tan that have had to be like oh I can only buy my foundation from MAC like yeah. because that's where I've shot my entire life because when I was 16 they were the only people yeah, yeah exactly. exactly yeah how fucked well let's see where it goes I mean the video has been circulating for about a week now and at this point I've seen maybe two circulations in a couple of online beauty publications I think that it circulated through L Australia yeah online um and I'm not even sure who else, but I was I was hunting around for it today because I was like, this isn't making the waves that I would have thought that it would. I absolutely agree. And maybe it's too little too late, or maybe it's just like, yeah, duh. Or maybe it's just the way the news cycle is at the moment, but It could totally also agree. be the fact that Mecca and Sephora aren't willing to join the communication, hmm? which could also be potentially yeah. the case. I feel like it's bloody... Obviously, Mecca and Sephora need to join, but I feel like it's Priceline. As well. Like, it is those drugstore brands. Yeah. Massively. They're even worse. Yeah. No, I do agree. For yeah. sure. Mm. Okay. Well, that's our... Um, that's white girls talking about access that brown <laughs> girls yeah. can't get. We should really get a person of colour on to talk. And then a seamless segue from that, speaking of inclusivity... Yes. Cheers. <laughs> is the Fenty Skin Tint Foundation... Yeah, is coming out. Everyone's doing a bloody skin tint, but we're excited by this. Oh, I'm so stoked. Please don't anyone think that I'm sad about this at all. Fenty is bringing out their Ease Drop Blurring Skin Tint to deliver a smooth and blurred complexion in a few drops for mm. quick everyday coverage in 25 flexible shades. At retails at US $30. Uh, it doesn't got... sound like it's going to be dewy for some reason. Well, there... All this talk of blurring... You're very wheezy tonight. Am I? Yeah. Sorry for my asthma. That's okay. Uh, Yeah, it seems like it's a lightweight, hydrating thing. It's got medium, long wear coverage, apparently, which would go against a very hydrating skin tint, but maybe. Maybe. Humidity, sweat, and transfer-resistant formula, which makes me think it might feel a little bit like a MAC face and body. Yeah, maybe. 
The thing that I was overjoyed with most when looking at the shade distribution was the reverse of what we see consistently in that there is three fair shades, like five light medium, and then in the medium, medium deep, and deep, there is actually much more. Yeah. Because it's like, well, these they've people... They've got different undertones. This can be flexible enough on a fair skin, I And also, thought. they've got enough bloody options. Who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. I, it was really refreshing to see... True. Those swatches. Love it. Yeah. Reverse it, Fenty. Flip it and reverse it. Brenton's here. Oh, Every time. What do you want? Yeah, I mean, what do I want? Get out of here. This is our house. <laughs> and lastly in beauty news, beauty backed is back. What is beauty backed? Beauty backed is something that Caroline Hiron started in the first lockdown in the UK. Yep. Which was basically like, let's get our beauty services back. Yeah. Our industry is going under. And she was also doing a lot of calling out of like barbers and hairdressers that were open because it is and we've talked about this before, but it's just a blatant sexist issue because yeah. it's male politicians saying barbers can open mm-hmm. or, like, you know, hairdressers can open, but things like waxing yeah. and more feminine beauty yeah. practices can't. You can't get your nails done, but you yes, can get but you your... can get your hair cut yeah. because men need their hair cut and that was the only thing that men really needed and then all of the other stuff was deemed not appropriate despite the fact that the hygiene levels on that is probably... Already far, far, far superior. superior. Yeah. Anyway, well, we digress. Men, whatever. So she was calling out a lot of barbers, etc., that were doing things like waxing treatments and whatever. <sighs> and then it just turned into this Savage. massive, like, yeah, <laughs> let's get our beauty services back. And now that England is, well, the UK as a whole is starting to open back up again. I think it was just hairdressers now. And it's hard to say what they are doing, but it says on their Instagram that they are a charity. Oh, okay. And it looks as though they're going to offer support to beauty salons and boutiques and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's called Beauty Backed Trust. So I'm assuming they're going to give money or supplies and all of that kind of stuff. I've seen them talk about PPE for those that need it to open up in the appropriate way. All of that stuff. The main people behind it are Ovs, Caroline Hirons. Yep. There's also Alex Forbes, who is the group director for Caroline Hirons Limited and Skin Rocks. Okay. Um, interesting. There is Deja Adeli, who is a beautician and also the founder of the Black Skin Directory. Oh. Then there's Leslie Blair, who is the chair and CEO of BABTAC, which is basically like the governing body for beauty therapy. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because, like, that's a cool person to have on board. It's the kind of person that you won't recognise on paper, but like is yeah. also a massive player yeah, in the very industry. Very influential. And then there's Lisa Potter Dixon, who is quite a famous makeup artist and a beauty author. Yep. So all of those women are behind this, and apparently there's a large number of big beauty retailers and brands behind it as well. And it's basically trying to get the poor UK beauty businesses back. Yeah. I mean, we survived, and we were, like, technically the longest lockdown, but have they officially pipped us now? Yeah, they've pipped us, and also far more of their country has been infected. <laughs> but then... Far oh, true, it was just Melbourne. Of course, of course. Far right. more of their country has also now been vaccinated. I think, like, what was it? Like, 50% or something oh, have goodness. received their first vaccination. Wow. Yeah, so they're yeah. doing well. Far better than us. Yeah. Anyway, shall we talk about our product trial? Is that it for Beauty News? When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yep. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> 
What did we trial this week? We tried the Enco Extend Lash Tubing Mascara. Celeste Barber's top pick. Okay. Also, I'm told now that she's their ambassador and she had to pick products. <laughs> but also a product that we consistently get told to try. All the time. Yeah. Even when I posted this uh, in my makeup vanity over the last week on our stories, people were like, hello, Emco. And I was mm. like, mm, people are, they seize it. And they want it. Peeled. Yes. Yep. So this is a $24 mascara that I picked up for us at Woolworths and it was 40% off at the time. So it cost us, what, like $15 for this mascara. Ripper. Fabulous value. It's obviously a tubing mascara that promises no smudging, no flaking and no panda eyes. Uh, it's meant to be, it's got a little brush on it that's a bristly brush, mm-hmm. not a... Comey brush. Not a comey brush. Larger than a Kevin Aquan. And mm, roughly the same size as Kevin Aquan curling, yeah. but larger than the volume. Yep, yeah. and it's got a slight angle to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got a taper for sure. Yeah. And obviously bristlier and smaller than the designer brands. Yeah, and the designer brands had that curve that you didn't like oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, and the wet noodle curve. Vibe. Yeah, the wet noodle yeah. curve. It's a less wet formula than the designer brands as well. <sighs> What did you think? Still pretty freaking wet. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I find this to be a stringy formula in that you pull it out and there's like gloops that come off it. It's one of those tubing formulas that almost feels fibery. Oh, okay. Like, and I felt like when I was applying it, you did feel that like weird latexy stretch. Yeah. Like it would, it's really lengthening because you'd almost get to the end of your lash and then it would like glob on a little bit of extra product. Look how long my lashes are today. Huge. Yeah. It made mine really long. I found that it delivered absolutely zero volume. No volume at all. Literally just length to the point that if I was wearing no makeup and then I just put on mascara, I ended up looking fucked up because it was just like I had these big kind of spidery lashes. Like I just was craving more volume. Yeah, okay. I thought as well looking at the formula that it was quite wet and whatnot. I'm like, this is going to be my kit mascara because mm. it's cheap and cheerful and I can buy it from bloody Woolworths if I like yeah. if I wake up the morning of a wedding and realize that my mascara is dry. Yeah, just super lengthening, which is fine, but not the style that I like. And I thought because I was thinking of putting it in my kit, absolutely not. I can't put this in my kit because what's going to happen is I'm going to use this on people and then I'm going to have to try and put individual lashes on. And because it gives no volume at the base. Oh. It's not going to give anywhere for the lashes to sit and hide and look natural. Did you try and um, did you try curling your lashes or you didn't bother? I didn't bother. My lashes are naturally pretty curly. Okay. I never curl them anyway, so I was like, I'm not going to. I just... Fair enough. Great length. Pretty good-ish separation, but like could get clumpy, but okay separation, but just no volume. So a totally fine mascara, but not for me when I've already got so much length to the point that it then just like looks stupid yeah and then like weirdly unbalanced no one has ever said that eyelashes have looked unbalanced before but it did the volume didn't balance the length what a delightful sound to have in the background <laughs> pure bliss of she a dog the head scratch uh i have to say i really liked the mascara mm. i do find that it gave me slightly spidery looking lashes yeah. I, I guess because I wouldn't say that it was particularly clumping it wasn't a clumpy formula no. but it did make my lashes stick together a little bit so I didn't get quite the separation that I would usually get do you um, get what I mean by like stringy slash claggy I do because I found it in my belly button every time I washed my face in the shower Jesus Christ it was just one of those things that like because it's quite sticky when it's wet I just found it just stuck quite to my body and my yeah, face yeah. like you yeah. know the Kevin Aquan kind of like rolls off. Yeah, this one doesn't I'm roll off. It gets a bit sticky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the designer brands one was more flaky off. Yeah. That being said, I wore this mascara to a funeral. I sobbed and oh, good, really good test. Really like, good test. Probably the best be, test. One best could timing. Get. Yeah. Uh, and it did not move. Yeah. So that's awesome. Fantastic. And not even did it not move. Sometimes with a tubing mascara, you cry and then you dab, you dab your eyes and it's like the tubes come off yeah. because you've loosened them with your wet eye tears. Yes. And you're like, no big deal. That was an easy maneuver. But like, yeah, this didn't even come off. Yeah. So it's definitely long wearing. Yeah. Yeah. To that, I found that it was difficult to remove. It didn't mm. remove. Um, good, good comparison to the designer brands too, because we were comparing to Kev, yeah, the Ridge, 
And I said that Kev just comes off super easily. Yeah. I found that the designer brands was okay to remove, but it came off almost like it was half tubing, half normal mascara. Yeah. Like there's some flakes and some smudging and then some tubing. Yeah. This was definitely came off like in stringy bits, but I actually had to get a really vigorous rubbing action with my fingers or a flannel. And I actually lost six eyelashes from oh, one wow. eye trying to remove it. I did have to, even after washing my face, like actually like pinch my eyelashes Just, to yes. pull it off. Yeah. It's almost like when you're trying to get lash glue off a lash and you have to yeah, like pinch bit. and squeeze. Yeah. And I, it did come off, but yeah. like I just, yeah, it wasn't. You wouldn't wash your face like you would normally and walk out of the shower and expect it to be gone because it's still probably going to be there. No. So with the Kevin Aquan mascara, I can wear sunscreen and that and do a quick double cleanse, like maybe without a cloth. Yeah. And feel clean and have no panderize or anything. Whereas with this, it wouldn't be a slapdash removal. No. It would be like a full face cleanser yeah. oil situation, which kind of half defeats the purpose of of the tube. tubing if you buy tubing for it to be easy to remove. It almost felt like it was just a great waterproof mascara. I would say it was definitely less difficult to remove than a waterproof than mascara. Than some waterproof. Some yeah. come off okay, yeah, especially okay. if you're using a balm cleanser, but I didn't try this with a balm cleanser. Yeah, all right. And I think if you did steam your face for a while with, like, a flannel, that it would come off pretty all right as well. Sure. Anyway. I felt like it required some friction. I would definitely give it a 7 out of 10. Mm. I'd give it, like, a 4. Oh, wow, that's so harsh. I really liked it. It's it's fine. Objectively, for other people, maybe I'd give it a seven. Okay. Like, give it a try. It's nice. But for my lashes and what I like in a mascara, yeah. it just didn't hit the mark. It was less volumizing than my Kevin Aquan, which is also a tubing formula. It was also harder to remove than that, which therefore also makes it annoying. And the only plus side compared to the Kevin is that it's, like almost a third of the price yeah so that is a plus even yeah. if it was something that you like if you're paranoid about not having makeup at a boyfriend's house or like mm. keep it in a car keep it in your you know spare makeup bag keep yeah. it at the beach house kind of thing like it's a perfectly good mascara as a backup one if you don't want like an expensive one to go dry of course also yeah. you've gone to the beach house and you've forgotten your mascara well this is the first thing i would pick up at a supermarket yeah 100%. and probably one of the only things i pick up at a supermarket although mascara is pretty yeah easy it's to buy, like but. if you go on a holiday and you forget your toothbrush it's like if you forgot your mascara it's like you're gonna go out and pick this up yeah rather than going to hunt down a mecca or a sephora the next day without any mascara on yeah. feeling like a weirdo yeah yeah hundo, feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool oh we can jump straight into our beauty fave this week dang these products are so good what's the deal oh yeah my beauty fave this week is the drunk elephant sweet biome fermented sake spray vape oh no i'm reading the french now <laughs> vapor, vapor, vapor sature of sake fermente <laughs> lovely we got this in the cult beauty beauty bag of beauty goods yes and it's really nice. I have been operating on a very, very pared back uh, skincare routine because the perioral dermatitis sort of cleared up and then immediately came back and actually spread to above the lip as well oh, as no. below the lip. So it's like I'm doing misting with this because I feel like the probiotics won't hurt it and also like, I don't know, basic or like maybe helpful for my skin, yep. like the Cordelia or the Laneige or whatever. I could probably be using my Josh Rosebrook, but waiting to repurchase that. It's not sticky. It's not annoying. I like the mister. I have it in a mini. I'm assuming that it has the same kind of mister, but it's a very good mister for a mini. Mm, that's good because normally they're... Oh, yeah. Normally they're a bit like... Yeah, no, it's like a very like... It's like separate steps Measured. as you mist. Yes, yeah. yes. It hasn't really got an offensive smell. Like it smells like something but not like anything. Yeah. And I really like it. And to be honest, weirdly enough, like, one of the only Drunk Elephant products I'd rebuy. Oh, yeah. I would happily recommend so many Drunk Elephant products to friends and family, but I personally don't find that each of their products wins in the category that it's in, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah, Be Hydra's great, but, like, I love, you know, another Hyaluronic or whatever. So, yeah. weirdly, one of the ones to win. Very great. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Following on from last week's Goop trial... Mm-hmm. My beauty faith this week mm. is also a sample that I got from the Cult Beauty Beauty Bag of Beauty Goods. Oh, and following on from this. Yes. 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 It's the Alpha H Liquid Gold Midnight Reboot Serum with 14% oh, yeah. glycolic acid and tripeptide 5. Well, 
Riddle me this, Alex, because Go when on. we were just in Sephora, you said, I've been using this and it makes my pores feel like they are empty or something. But the way you said it, it sounded like it was a negative. No. Okay. I really like it. Okay. I feel like my skin has continued from goop to mm-hmm. look brightened throughout this past period because of this. Can I comment on our goop trial? Yeah. Did you try oh, the, the pad? Yes. yes. Let's quickly talk about that. Okay. Loved the pad. Very sticky, like you said. Also, so sticky. Could cover your... I literally did face, neck, and arms because oh. I had so much... There was so much on the pad. You say that. I did face and feet. And for the people that don't know, my feet are basically the length of Alex's arms. Yeah, so it's like, true. <laughs> it's massive pad. Do the whole body. It's like a Dr. Dennis peel pad for the body and the face. Oh my god, we should have bought the Dr. Dennis peel pad for the body. I know, I thought about it. Oh my god, we're fucking idiots. You should have told me. Anyway, did you love it? Because I have still felt soft like days after. Same, same, same. Really liked it. Really liked the gauzy side. Oh, I really wanted... I, I loved getting it into my scalp. Hair. Like oh, into yeah. my hairline. Yeah. I was like, get, Where you get that orange it ring. out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I had absolutely no complaints about it. Oh, what I would say is pretty much instantly it very much opened up my pores. Like I was able to sit there and like kind of squeeze my face a little bit because I was like, oh, I'm very soft, very hydrated and like I kind of want to have a mm-hmm. little bit of a pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the – and like I was a little bit red. I'm not going to lie. Did you feel a tingle? Yeah, it flushed me. Yeah. But by the morning, skin was quite calm. Mm-hmm. I had like my little marks from where I picked my face, which was fine. Yeah. They cleared up very quickly and, yeah, literally no complaints about it. I really liked it. I really liked it I too. would actually probably pay for like – to use it as a mask maybe once a month. Yeah, for like sure. Use it as use it in the same way that I would use a mask as like a yeah. refresh treatment. Yeah. Anyway. And then you've been backing up the glycolic Yeah, with so I've been black, backing up the glycolic with more glycolic because mm-hmm. why the fuck not? No. This is a Except pe- for if you've got any concern for your barrier. <laughs> Which I don't. It's no, perfectly no. healthy. <laughs> uh, so it's $129. It's re- actually really quite expensive. Mm. I didn't know. Alpha H is quite premium, which is interesting because it's actually one of those brands that people that are pretty basic with their skincare get into and it's yeah. like what makes you drop it on that and also it is 50 mil so it's slightly larger yeah pretty big um really say slightly larger like almost two times yes the size. it's true yeah oh it's got retinol in it too Ooh, oh that's why i'm feeling so fabulous anyway oh and anti-inflammatory australian tasman pepper of course reduces the appearance of redness it sure does and it's got coenzyme q10 mm. For hyperpigmentation and hydration, ferulic acid. Oh, nice. lovely mixture of ingredients. No wonder my skin loves it so much. That does sound like a beautiful ingredients list. They all play nicely together. They play very nicely together. I actually can't see the proper ingredient list. That was just like the, you know, yeah, what it contains it's this. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, lots of five star reviews. I have very much enjoyed it. And I, yeah, just wanted to say that all of the samples that we got in the Cult Beauty Bag of Beauty Goods have been very decent sizes. Yeah. I got a, I've also got a Verso Night Cream. Yeah. Like a 15 mil. And I was like, the bloody night cream itself is only 50. Like, yeah. and I got this for free and it's like a third of a night cream. Yeah. Yeah. And quick I. Maths. Boom. Two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three quick maths. Yeah, quick mats. I've been using it a lot, and I also used, which I do want to say, the one 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 skin face moisturizer, which yeah. underwhelmed me. Yeah, and also the Bar- Barbara Sturm face moisturizer yeah. also underwhelmed me. I yeah. wouldn't bother with spending that kind of money on either of them. I was expecting nice results. I also tried the Augustinus Beta face oil. Mm-hmm. God, is there something about like when a product costs over two hundred and twenty dollars that it's just almost starts to go back down in like, efficacy. The Augustine's Beta, I was so excited to try because I yeah. love a face oil. Godsend is great. Juno is my holy grail. Like, yeah. I just love them. And I was like, this could be a sick, a yeah. really sick product to yeah. love. Completely did not wow me. And it had a bit of a hammy smell. I didn't <sighs> love the smell of it. It's quite a, quite a yellow oil that's quite thick and just yep. it really didn't do what I wanted it to do yeah. for me at all. No bueno. So, I mean, great that I got to try those extremely expensive products yeah. but yeah wouldn't wouldn't repurchase yeah i feel the same about every 111 skin product yeah. i've tried everyone loves the mask loves it does nothing for me literally nothing it, it was i would it say akin to the experience that i felt with like using a lemur cream before where i'm like eh, yeah 
Yeah. I see, like, it's nice. It's hot. It's rich. Yeah. I get the rich vibes from it, but, like, that was about it. I feel the way about skincare mm-hmm. that I do about my clothes in that you won't catch me out here in, um, I don't know, misguided or, like, fast fashion, mm. but you're also gonna not really going to catch me in, like, Chanel. Oh, no. You're going to catch me in, like, basic, gunny. Yeah. You know, expensive shit that's not super expensive. Expensive shit that's still good quality. It's not gone back downhill in quality. Yes. It's yeah. like you're paying for, like, the labor and the cost and the design. Yeah. I feel like that's on par with, like, Dr. Dennis, Liberty Bell, that yeah. kind of stuff. And then when you start to get to the Lemaire's and the Sturm's and the blah, You're, you're just pay- wasting money. You're paying for the brand. Yeah. And, yes, they might have a couple of products that are really worth mm. the spend. Yeah. But I just feel like I don't buy into the hype. Yeah. Sure. I've got one pair of Gucci loafers and you can buy your La Mer soft cream if you require it. But yeah. the rest of your outfit must be from Zara if you're going to do that. Stop. <laughs> Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. Okay. What's your non-beauty favorite? Um, my non-beauty favorite is the Hay Design glass straws. Oh, <laughs> they're so bougie and unnecessary. And they're they're ab- literal gra- glass straws. Yeah, but... They're, I don't, they're beautiful colours. I don't understand how they're unnecessary because, one, they come in fun colours. I have, like, orange and, like, green. and I kind of thought that I have more colours, but maybe I just keep grabbing the orange and the green. The reason that I like them, A, reusable straw, yeah. always good. Don't they're just underst- so fragile. Well, I haven't broken any yet. <laughs> um, I don't understand why when you go to a restaurant, they will give you a paper straw. Please give me a metal or a glass straw because you're going to wash the cup. So why are you giving me a paper straw? Yeah. Like, things have to go and be washed anyway. Yeah. I reject that from a sensory and waste perspective. Two, these straws that I bought specifically have a bend in them so that you can go like... I find a lot of glass straws are straight, Straight. which is stupid. It's not how a lot of straws work. I want (laughs) a bendy straw. Three, it came with a straw cleaner, which is good and quite standard, but it makes me laugh when I hold it because it's like a giant spoolie. <laughs> it's literally a mascara wand with a really long handle. It is, yeah. And they are aesthetic and they are functional and they make drinking my smoothie an absolute dream and everyone should buy them. I bought them from, I want to say, End Clothing online. Yeah, you did. I have metal straws and I find them yeah. to be a pleasure also. But I prefer them because I'm... They don't hit my teeth. No, but sometimes I feel like even just something cold going through a metal straw will give me tooth sensitivity. Nah, then it might. I don't have sensitive teeth, so it's not something that I really relate to. I I feel like at a restaurant, I don't want to be a sook because they've given me a metal straw. And I've been like, thanks for not giving me a paper straw. But, like, I also have a sensory issue sometimes with the metal straw. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. Well, if you haven't broken them yet, then I think that maybe it's a good recommendation, but I think you're going to break them. Oh, absolutely. I've been chucking them in the dishwasher and shit, though. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're going to break them. Single use, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sustainable. Glasses are more easily recyclable than plastic, so just, you know, single use. Uh, Great. My non-beauty fave this week, I have two. Yep. Adrian bought me a really beautiful ring for my... Our anniversary. My mm-hmm. anniversary with yeah. him. <laughs> anyway, it's from Rusk, and I love it so much, and the intention of it is that it's our first heirloom that we will one day hand down to tiny oh, baby Adrian wow. and Alex's. Yeah. First heirloom. Diamonds. Wow. Yeah, diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was a really generous um, Ethical anniversary diamonds. gift. Yeah. Important. <laughs> no black diamonds. No black diamonds. Uh, yeah. It was lovely of him. Very sweet. That's so nice. I think he wants me to have a baby, which is why he's doing it. Oh, bless. Like, here's an heirloom for our child that yeah. you're going to have. Oh, that's a really, like, nice concept. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my one of my non-beauty faves. Yeah. Sorry, I have two. Mm. My second mm. is I bought a Ugg boot for the mm. first time in my life, a proper pair of Ugg boots in the Afterpay Day sales. Good on you. I bought the Ultra Mini, which is like this. Oh, it's like... They're, like, little booty um, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love them so much. Okay. I don't want the ones that go up higher than my ankles because I... That's too high. Yeah. They're my, like, they're my outdoor Uggs and they're my indoor, but to be honest, I absolutely confuse them all the time. Mm. I agree. I like the slightly shorter, but sometimes the long feels cosy. I can imagine the long would feel cosy, but I don't love 
being that hot, hot. Yeah, for around me. my ankles. That's why I wear my open slingback Uggs a lot too. And I would say they would be similar in warmth to them. Anyway, yeah. love them so fucking much. You have previously worn my Uggs frequently around the house here. I'm surprised I haven't influenced you earlier. It's just because they're so expensive that I was like, I just can't yeah. quite justify it. But when they were 20, 25 or 30% off, I was like, yeah. sure, let's do it. And it's like, when do you, you, you're not going to buy them again for like five to... And that's Six just it. yeah, because yeah. I bought cheap slippers in the past, and they just they last oh. twelve months. They don't yeah, they don't stand the test of time. They're not the Zara. <laughs> I needed yeah. the Aram Williams. Yes, good um, likening. Uh, yeah, Very good great. Likening. Uh, and what's your snack this week? I've got two. Oh my god, I actually need to just quickly check what the name of one was. So. One is like I only had one mouthful of this, but um, (laughs) Lisa three weeks ago would have talked about it. It's the Kit Kat Caramel Crisp. So it's like a white chocolate. Think caramel. This is like everything that you would ever hate. I feel like you'd ever like random flavoured things. No, you're 100% correct. I never like caramel flavoured things and I always hate the limited edition Kit Kats. Yes. But largely I hate the limited edition Kit Kat Chunkies because they always put, like, it's always, like, triple stacked. And I'm like, well, I don't need it to be triple stacked. Mm. I don't need it to have, like, a layer of Oreo and then a layer of caramel. It's exactly how I feel about a Magnum Ego. You're, like, absolutely compromising quality for just quantity. Yeah. Anyway, this is in the bar form. And it's ice cream inspired, apparently. Anyway, it tastes like caramel Kit Kat. It wasn't super caramelly. It was delicious. I love caramel. I love Kit Kats. It was like them combined. Okay. A true delight. Very much recommend. I had one mouthful. Go me. And I just, you know, delightful. And then I just moved on. I'm so proud to of happier you. Happier pastures. I can't believe. And then I also have to mention, not really a snack, like could be a snack if I was bougie enough, the Carlton Wine Room anchovy oh. toast. So it's like fried bread ricotta delicious anchovy and then pickled cucumbers on top oh. it, it changes seasonally sometimes there's caramelized onions which is delicious but it a little more gassy like it would be stank as in your mouth um I don't get around an anchovy i know you don't but like i think if you ate this you would oh okay. also i'm sick of the chovy hate because like if you like fish sauce you like anchovies it's a textural issue i understand anyway this if you're like chovy curious could. I'm not so curious. Oh my god. Well, like, if you don't think you like anchovies, it's worth trying that. Okay. It's delicious. Yeah. I really like anchovies. I don't get the deal. Tiny little hairy fish, that's all. That's all I have to say. But, like, do you like tiny other fish, like little prawns? I don't eat any fish, like, whole like that, so no. Okay, me either. And I thought that made me a picky eater, but okay, maybe I'm normal. <laughs> I, I would like to advocate right now for anchovies because... It's basically just like licking salt before you have a tequila shot. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So salty. I will take you to Carlton Wine Room and, and you'll try one. It's so delicious. Well, my snack's going to turn everyone off who hasn't already been turned off because it is ferments from the fermentary. Yeah. Yum. Well, this had ferments on top. It had pickles. Like, yeah. Absolutely Yum. up your alley. Yum. So went to the fermentary when I was in Dalesford. Mm-hmm. Do recommend that you go if you're into ferments. It's a tiny little shoebox of a factory. There's like a little retail store in their Cute. factory there. Like a cellar door. Literally like a cellar door, but for ferments. Yeah. In like a way more clinically sterile environment. Yeah. And I bought the my favorite um, smoky jalapeno sauerkraut. Yum. I bought the red kimchi, no, red cabbage. Oh, I love red cabbage. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Just It's a standard one. Red cabbage with pickled sauerkraut. pork is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yum. Yum. And... I made myself a kimchi using their kit that they have. Oh, fun. Which is just Wombok. And um, so they I bought the paste from them because you can buy the red chili powder and then you blend it with like ginger, fish sauce, whatever you basically want to yeah. like add as your flavors An to. An anchovy. You could add anchovy yeah, other than the fish sauce mm. to make the base of your like kimchi wetness. Anyway, so the I did. Brine? No, because it's not <laughs> a brine because what you do is you basically dry out your cabbage with a whole bunch of salt. Yeah. Yeah. Let it like the moisture come out of it. And then you mix in your like whatever else you want to put in. So I put like um shredded carrot and I put some spring onion and some ginger and chili, like some whole red yeah. chili that I chopped up. And then you put the paste in it and you kind of just like paste it around. Yeah. So it's not very wet at all. And you yeah. just cram it in a jar and then leave it in there sealed for like five days at like room temperature. And then it sweats and itself. It sweats itself. So it Ooh, expands. Freaky. You can't fill the jar the whole way up because it, like, expands to fill the jar. Do you have to burp the jar? Yeah. Um, Fun. And then, like... You'd love It's Alive with Brad on 
Um, I totally would. Bottle of tea. Yeah, yeah, I would. And then in five days' time, I'll, like, check it, taste it, see if it's, like, sour enough for me. Yeah. If it's not, I'll leave it out on the bench. If it is, then I can just put the airtight lid on it and, and pop it in the fridge. fridge. And then This is the most Lisa thing you've ever done. Oh, I've done listen it twice to this, now. But listen to you right now. <laughs> if I was saying it, you'd be going, oh, I'm so unrelatable. Oh, what a fatigue. <laughs> but, like, yeah, awesome. I'm down for that. Yeah, so anyway... Ferments is my snack of the week this week. I am eating them on everything. Adrian's mm. like, Alex, you don't need ferments on every meal. And I'm like, but they would be great in my smoothie. Would you like fermented sake spray? No, you're loving it. And it's for your perioral dermatitis. I can't take that. Yeah, well, maybe you should get onto. That. Maybe I should have bought some if I didn't buy 800 other things today. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. I think that's the end of our podcast. It absolutely is. Very good. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Please leave us a review if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts. Please like, follow, subscribe us on all of the platforms, including Instagram. Yes. Uh, very important. Our Instagram growth, um, not to disclose our deepest, darkest secrets, but it's not uh, plummeting high, I will say. <laughs> it's not plummeting high. <laughs> Wait. It's not. It's not rising high. Yeah. But like plummet indicates like a the kind Rapid. of. Yeah, yeah. Like the degree of the angle that yeah. it's going down. But how do you have that in the reverse direction? It's not soaring. Soaring. Yeah. Soaring high. Mm. Um, and also, if you give us a review, literally brightens our week. Literally does. Li- I cannot express how much it brightens my week. We'll share it on our Instagram stories if you leave us a review. And then you can slip into our little DMs and be like, hey, that was me, that was me Winky Face, because that's our favorite thing that people do. And then once we know your name, we notice it all the time. Yeah, we and recognize you. the best. And then you can leave us comments and we'll talk to you. And it's the best. Yes. And we love you guys. It's the best. Anyway. Uh, hope that you have a great week and have a great Easter and eat lots of chocolate for Lisa. No, I'm going to be eating it, guys. It's fine. It's fine. Don't try and define me by my two weeks of not eating chocolate. Okay. I'm very deep. Have the best time this week and see you next week. Okay. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.